Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hey, everyone, we're in the virtual studio today coming at you with another episode of what is the point quarantine style. And I have Arts and Emma Torno on line here with us uh, for this What's episode. Good? How are you guys doing? Hello. Good. It's so good to, to hear your voice and to talk to a human. Yeah. Yeah. How is quarantine life for you guys? That's a good question. I have probably um, spent way too much time um, hanging out with my family, playing board games and watching movies and cooking dinners, but it's it, it's been a good thing. What about you guys? Nice. I just got my boy. So, I mean, you know, we're playing all over the place, going outside. I have to beat him in every sport imaginable. It's tough, but, you know, it's honest work. What is your, um, what, do, what have you guys been doing to pass time? So what's been your favorite way to pass time with all of this? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have been playing Mel and some board games. That's been going on. So yeah, it seems like, it seems like board games, movies, uh, you know. It seems like she would crush an Uno. Oh, uh, she, hey, she's pretty competitive. She acts like she isn't, but she loves winning. <laughs> It's a good night when she wins. So honestly, don't hey, don't let her listen to this, but sometimes I let her. <laughs> Tell me you've been playing Monopoly. No way. Oh, no that way. game is four years long. Because that's like the only game my family will play. And it's because my dad is no. good at it. And so it's, it's like the only game he'll ever no. play. Oh, it lasts forever. We have no. a, we, we're like in the middle of a game. We've been playing three nights in a row and it hasn't finished. That's yet. awful. No. That is awful. Yeah, that no. is life here at home. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if you have six people, if you're quarantined with six or more people, recommend Fishbowl. Fishbowl is awesome. I only have Karen and Karen, her cat, so we, we don't really do Fishbowl. <laughs> That's true. I was going to say, I've got my son's uh, basketball goal, so um, you know I've been pre- getting pretty good. And firing up the cannon like is that is that outside or is that like on the door oh that's in our living room so it's a little stand-up <laughs> goal yeah I was, you know practicing my dunks practicing my three-pointers yeah so mel, mel is super happy about that i'm uh, i'm sure yeah she said when will you become a real adult <laughs> but mm. i'm a young adult she just doesn't understand that so <laughs> that's harsh well speaking of uh, young adults i've had many conversations this week with young adults, um, just who are in our, our uh, community at the point. And I know right now with everything going on, that our daily lives look a lot different. And especially being at home, um, it can be really, really tough, uh, not only trying to think of things to do, but just trying to stay positive. And so I know you guys have also had some conversations with young adults and, and just really trying to stay positive during this time. I've heard once a, a wise man say many of life's battles are lost and won in the mind. And so today, really what we're going to be talking about is how to focus on helpful thoughts versus 
hurtful thoughts. And so what are some things that you guys have heard just in um, the lives of young adults that's been kind of a struggle with this new move of everyone being home and quarantined? I mean, I think it differs for everybody. So some people are in situations where they've lost a job or some people are on the front lines and they're in the hospitals dealing with, you know, things that, I mean, I'm not even aware of, or I mean, pretty much the general population doesn't know what goes on um, in there. Or I mean, I mean, maybe their classes, I mean, their senior year is totally canceled. So there's just so many different things that different events that are different that look a lot different and emotions that come with it. And so I think kind of how we tackle that is, I mean, it varies. Not everyone, um, you know, thinks the same and processes things the same. So I think kind of getting different feedback from people, it's just, it's very different for everybody. Yeah. I definitely say like, I get like, there's some tough things going on. Um, you know, and I'd say like, you, you just can't choose what you feel, but you can choose like how you respond to it. And mm-hmm. with all the negative that is going on, cause it's very easy to look at, oh, this got canceled and you know, this happened. Like I'm pretty sure every one of us could throw a pity party about something. Um, but it's just how we perceive what's going on. You know, um, I almost think about it like a, like a basketball game. Um, you know, I've been lo- watching a ton of reruns of basketball, uh, just because mm-hmm. obviously it's not going on right now. Uh, no NBA games, bummer. All right. Um, <laughs> right. so, you know, been watching some reruns. It was like, it was like Kobe, what Kobe went out and then basketball went out and that's oh, terrible yeah, as it should be, as but it should it's be. True. Um, yeah, just, you know, and, and so, it's kind of an interesting spot, but I'll go back and I'll re I'll rewatch some big games from the past. And it's crazy. My perception, like when I watched it live, I remember like completely different turning points of the game. I remember completely different, like, Oh man, that was the time mm-hmm. when the crowd really got behind him. That was the time when, you know, so-and-so hit that jumper and it changed everything. And now I'm rewatching it and I have a completely different mindset. I was like, ah, actually the turning point was really like in the second quarter. Ah, man, like it, it's kind of crazy, but it's all about your perception. And like the same thing goes for your mind. It's just how you perceive it's the same data, but it's how you perceive it. Like it's easy to spot opportunity when you're always thinking about opportunity. Like it's easy to spot reasons to be mad when you're always thinking about reasons to be mad, like, because you do, Mm -hmm. you do become what you constantly think about. And so if you're negative, if you're constantly in the dumps about, man, this got canceled my senior year, I'm losing my job, which I get it. Those stuff, like that's tough stuff. And that's, that's crazy life stuff. But I also know that like we get to choose the way we respond to it. Um, And I think the way we respond to it is Mm -hmm. huge and so important. Yeah. And like with what Emma said, so many people are in different, you know, we're all in the same situation, but we're all in different situations because there's some of us that are on the front lines or some of us are having to take care of families. Some of us are alone and don't have anyone to spend this time with. And like, John, you're talking about, you know, that, that second half. Well, like we're, we're, you could say in the first half of this, you know, fight with the coronavirus and you're looking at the uphill, you know, battle that we have. And that sometimes can be discouraging and you're like man I, I can't wait to the second half or I can't wait to see the light at the end of the tunnel and some people right now just um, 
mm-hmm. you know, maybe feel like that that's never going to come. And so what you're saying is it's really a mindset of how can we take and make the most of the opportunity that we're in and where are the blessings or where are the good things and the opportunity that I've been placed in. And so like, even for you, I would love to hear like this week, how have you been able to shift that mindset where you've been focusing on the positive things? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, just kind of what you're saying. Yeah. No matter what situation you're in, bad's going to happen. Unfortunately, um, pain will happen, unfortunately. And so, um, even for me, there's, there's a lot of things that have been canceled. There's a lot of things that have made probably my job a little bit more difficult and tougher. Um, but I'm just, you know, you roll with the punches. I could even think about, um, this past week with most of our staff working completely online it's super easy for me to fill that gap with suspicion to be like, yeah, well, you know, they're not even working very hard or I don't see them in the office, of course. So like, what are they really even doing? Um, And if I go down that road, it's very easy for me to pick apart everything. Somebody says in an email, everything, somebody, you know, we use base camp, base camps out, everything, somebody, you know, texts out, if I need something, they can't do it right away, because they're working on something else. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you're really working on something else? Like, it would be easy to do that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah I mean, if you want to be unhealthy, then totally fill that gap. You um, Fill that gap with suspicion, but you got to fill it with trust. That's the that's sure. the important part. Sure, sure. And I would say, I mean, in reality, I think for me, I've been a little bit different. So I don't think I've been as focused on it during work hours. Like things have been changing in our office and I mean, completely new strategy and that's just how it's been. But mine's been more on the like free time. end. it's like, where does my mind go whenever I have time on my hands? Um, I mean, even at night, like sometimes to be honest, like sometimes I'll just wake up and, you know, just think about all that, um, you know, fear could take me. And I know Jeremy, he preached a really, really great message on Sunday and he talked about, I mean, his one, I mean, his little one-liners, they're so great, but he said, we're not immune to fear, but we shouldn't be held hostage to it. And so I think um, in relation to that, there's something about having limited input, like what are you putting in your brain? Is it helpful or is it hurtful? Is it too much news? Is it, you can't stop talking about it, even with the people you love and your people and your community is it something that's just taking over conversation and you guys aren't talking through, um, I mean, it's just going down a rabbit hole of thoughts. Um, I mean, are you reading fear-based articles? Are you like, what are you putting in your brain? And then output, like, how are you, how are you outputting anything you put into your brain? Like for me, outputting is, working out or going for a run. I mean, some people it's like creative, like singing or art or anything, but input versus output, like limit it, limit the input, what's healthy for you and make sure you output. Don't just keep it stuck in there else it'll spin around and you'll wake up at night. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Um, cause I'm right with that too. It's like, you, you start to think about obviously what you feed. So, you know, if you're hopping on Netflix and you're watching contagion or, you know, outbreak, uh, (laughs) you, you probably will be a little bit more fearful, you know? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Cause of course, like they're going to play into that and you know, it's the same thing. It's kind of like, man, do the opposite of what you're feeling as, as tough as that is. And as, 
you know, as unenjoyable as that may be like, know, know where the line is for you. And I know it's different for everybody. Some people are just like, that stuff doesn't scare me and it doesn't affect me. I mean, one, you can say that, but like, let's really pay attention to what you're paying attention to. (laughs) It's just important. Yeah. And our thoughts really can take us captive and and what we think about and what we feed our minds is ultimately like what comes out is what you guys are saying, input versus output. And I've heard someone put it this way, like you're only as effective as uh, what you eat, what you learn and how much you move, you know? And so now I think is the time more than ever to really be filtering what you're putting in your mind, what you're putting in your body and, and, you know, those inputs. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'll give you a couple very practical examples is, you know, I'm, I'm home and and I'm with family and and, in every room I can go in, there's a TV playing the news Uh, and (laughs) guess what's on the news. (laughs) <laughs> the 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 worst you know the, the a lot worst of fear thing you yeah you know a lot of fear and and sure. you know some would say facts um but the facts aren't the 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 best either right now and so I can sit there and just get caught up in watching an hour two hours of that and now I'm overwhelmed and now I'm you know f- stressing out or I'm feeling anxious and I've got to be very careful of that. And so for me, even this week, I've had to be very intentional about what are these healthy habits that I've developed that I can deploy right now? Um, because I think now yeah. in this in this time of crisis, I need those more than ever. I need to be getting up and sticking to my reading, you know, and I need to be going on a walk. I need to be moving. I need to be eating healthy stuff. Like I can't tell you how temp- uh, tempted I've been uh, to just eat the, the, the food that lays around this house this house that is not healthy like we're talking cookies we're talking Mm -hmm. vanilla cakes we're talking chips bring those over we're talking the whole nine yards (laughs) right and dirty jay wants them (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll skip them over to john but but some of us um man we put that in our body and it just really affects affects us and it affects me and so i've noticed that um, the more that i'm on top of those habits that Um, I've built and I stick to those now and create, you know, some sort of a routine, even though it's hard, it really helps me mentally. So even like this week, Emma, for you, what thoughts have you let control you? And then how did you respond to that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, there's been several different ways I've gone about this. I think there's times I think in an unhealthy Emma, it's something where I want to cover it up and like, say, say something positive and just forget that I'm, you know, I'm feeling this way, but I know that always fails if I don't acknowledge that I'm feeling a certain way. So for me, I either tell my roommate, I will call my friend and say, Hey, I'm feeling this way. Can we talk it out? And the therapy term is actually called talk therapy. So that's a fun therapy fact, but, um, but I think really in reality, I just go back to scripture. I think one of my main, um, one of my main verses I've been clinging to is the thief only comes to steal, kill and destroy. I've come, I've come that they may have life and have it to the fullest. And so I think, I think of the thief. I think of this spiritual, like this warfare in my head of these battling thoughts and anxiety and the Lord has given us life and given it abundantly. And so I picture what abundant living looks like. And I think of a joyous, um, happy, fulfilled life. And even in this time of different changes, 
that still applies. That still applies. And so that's kind of how I've been maneuvering a couple of those different things. It's talk therapy, like calling somebody, walking it through with them. And then also just clinging to scripture, clinging to scripture during this time. I think now more than ever, we have the time to, you know, I think this is the time where we can just dive in and um, be really attuned to the spirit. Yeah. I think even for me, it's, it's just been, I've done so many things without thinking. So ultimately I'm, I'm already playing defense at that point. And so, you know, whether it be, okay, watching things on Netflix, whether it be watching the news, whether it be the music I'm listening to, whether it be, I mean, social media, I will scroll and scroll and scroll. And then I'm, I'll wake up at some point and be like, what am I doing? This is like, I'm spending so much time on here. (laughs) And I have literally watched reruns of, you know, every single, like, uh, you know, this, I've watched the Super Bowl like six times. Okay. Um, it's just so weird. (laughs) Like, well, you just go down a rabbit hole. That's what it is. And you're playing defense and there's always a, a, a verse that sticks out to me that, um, like has it's always uh, it always is just like um, it it picks me up when I need it. it it's uh, it just says like don't become so well adjusted to the culture that you fit into it without even thinking. And I'm like, ugh, that was a good solid week and a half for me. Of man, okay, just whatever gets thrown my way, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna you know listen to it. I'm gonna and man, it's just so. And this is why I'm so passionate about it because you like you have to play offense for you to actually be healthy in this time. Like you, you have to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying be ignorant. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, okay, don't ever listen to the news. Don't ever listen up to, you know, what, what people are saying. I'm just saying like guard your mind Um, because obviously, um, you know, we, we talked about this earlier. It's just those things will get in there and then there has to be an output for it. So be Mm -hmm. careful what you input. Um, and I'm even thinking through, man, what is my son watching? What is he? Th- Cause I'm like, I don't need to be watching that stuff. If it's convicting me, if my son's in the room, then it should probably be a conviction altogether. Um, but it, I think the, the biggest thing is just offense defense. Like if you've been playing defense, if you've literally just mm-hmm. been doing whatever's thrown your way, watching whatever's come your way, listening to whatever's come your way, like let's start playing some offense and let's start seeking out some things that you think are going to be helpful and healthy for you. Uh, I think we all have a couple ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And and just like, I mean, just to stick with that sports analogy, just like a great athlete is going to train to play good offense. How can we train our brains to play on offense in a time like this? Aside from, you know, like you said, being on defense and saying, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to do this. What are ways we can play offense, John? Yeah, well, I, I think, um, you know, just finding a couple healthy podcasts of people that you listen to. If you don't podcast, I would say, man, it, it, this is something that's super important. I would even say, like, go grab the power cable to your TV and go, like, hide it in your closet. So I'm not saying don't ever watch TV. I'm just saying you have to make a conscious choice to go watch TV because immediately I wake up and I'll flip on the TV and I'm like, my days, my days already lost. <laughs> I'm starting with an L. All right. And so, but if I go to the remote and I go to flip it on, I'm like, uh, it doesn't work. Uh, the power cables in my closet. I'm like, you know what? Actually, I don't need to watch this right now, but there's so many things I do without thinking. 
Um, and it's literally mm-hmm. just taking like a step right now when you're actually thinking about it and be like, okay, I'm going to go hide the power cable to my TV. Okay. I'm going to go offload my Facebook and Instagram app. So that if I really want to get on, I'll get on my Safari browser and then I'll pull up the app. Like it's an extra step. And sometimes we're so lazy, we won't do it. And we'll be like, actually, I think that there's a better thing I could be doing with my time. Um, Man, those things are just, they, they do take a little bit of forethought. They do take a little bit of time of, okay, I I don't need this right now. I'm going to offload it, but uh, it's important. Say, I would also, I think, I think, I, I mean, our brains work a little bit different. I would say make a plan for yourself. If you don't go in with a plan, I mean, it's just like, I don't know if anyone meal preps on here, but if you, <laughs> meal prepping on Sunday is the best thing you can do because if not, <laughs> you'll eat out all week, you know? So, true. so make a bucket list, make a quarantine bucket list, make it fun, make it exciting for you, make it something that, you know, you'll actually do, make it challenging, you know, tell your, you probably have some things that you put on the back burner for quite a bit. Just go and do it. Make yourself a bucket list. Um, I think, I think that's how, that's how my brain works. And I think it might, might affect some of our listeners too. And, and Emma, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's exactly what I was going to throw out there is without a plan, uh, often our time becomes very unintentional. And I've seen these challenges of people, you know, reshifting this time that they have at home and, and seeing the good in it and saying, Hey, I'm going to make a core team bucket list. And here are the things Mm -hmm. that, that I want to do during this time to grow, to learn, to play offense. And so I think that's so, so important. And I even tested this out the other day because I spent one of my days this week where I didn't create a plan and I didn't have like anything on my calendar. I just kind of was like, Oh, well, it's just another Saturday. There's really nothing to do today. Um, and mm-hmm. I kind of went throughout my day and I was just sluggish and I didn't feel uh, yeah. energized and mm-hmm. I didn't really do anything um, of value. And then I went to bed that night and I was like, okay, what do I, what do I want to do tomorrow? Yeah, I took like five, I took literally five minutes to write out what I wanted to do the next day. And I had a great next day. Um, because I came into it with a plan. And so that's what I would say to people who are, uh, have more time on their hands than they know what to do with, create a plan. Maybe this is a time where you can jump in and learn a new skill. Maybe this is the first time where you have the space to start exercising or to call that family member or friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Or for me, maybe it's trying to learn a new recipe. I'm sure my future wife would appreciate that uh, because I'm a terrible (laughs) cook right now. Or like John said, you know, it's time to dive into a new podcast. Maybe uh, it's sending this podcast to a friend that needs to hear it. You know, there's all these things that I think could really be helpful. Um, Even journaling, what a cool time to journal because we can pass our journal on in 10 years and they can read what it was like for us to go through this time that is never, you know, not happened in a hundred years. And so those are just some like practical handles of of some ideas there. But um, for those people out there that are, like, okay, I, I get it. Like we need to have helpful thoughts versus hurtful thoughts. We need to be positive. We need to be optimistic, um, even in a time of crisis like this. But they're like, this is, this is not good. Like th- there's, there's still a problem and we, we need to not just be overly optimistic. Like um, we need to be realistic about what's going on. Mm-hmm. So how can we uh, come into a situation like this and be realistic, but also still see hope? Totally. I, I want to jump in here. So 
I think there's, um, you just mentioned a little bit, I think the word that sticks out to me whenever you're saying that question is stuck. Like I just feel stuck and I don't know how to get out. I don't know how to get out of this mud, mud hole. Let's call it a mud hole. (laughs) And I think (laughs) that is something where you have, (laughs) there's something there where like, I mean, there's people who are, you know, struggling with anxiety and depression. And I think there's something there, like ask yourself is, you know, is counseling my next step is something where I'm getting professional help a next step. I think that's a valid question that people should be asking themselves if they feel stuck in this position and they cannot get out. John, do you want to take a stab at that question? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm really good at not answering the question at all. Um, uh, but I'll, I'll do my best. Um, you know, I, I think for me, I just know I have to put a positive spin on things just because I am kind of a realist, um, in a lot of different ways. And so I know I'll get very negative, very cynical, very quick if I'm not constantly flexing the muscle of positivity. And obviously that doesn't mean, you know, your head's up in the clouds or anything like that. But I think for me, it's just getting focused. That helps me um, narrow in on things a little bit better. And when I stand still and I just kind of go whatever direction people take me, that's when I get in trouble. And so here's what I would say. I'd say just assess Mm -hmm. where you're at right now. So kind of like what Emma was saying, it's like, Um, you know, we do say this a lot, do a quick audit of your life, but maybe that's asking your roommate, Hey, where am I at? What does make me explode? What are the things that, um, you know, when we start talking about this, I start getting super negative and cynical about. And so, you know, figure out where you're at and then figure out where you want to go. And like what Emma said, it may be super helpful to go to counseling and have another perspective, somebody that you can talk to that can shed some light on some things. Because uh, if you can't get where you want to go on your own, then it absolutely invite somebody else in to help you get there. But I think just having, like we've talked about this the entire episode, have a plan. So assess where you're at right now and then like develop a plan to mm-hmm. get where you need to go. And sometimes yeah. you will need help. And that's, it's important to recognize that and to lower your pride for a little bit and be like, okay, I do need it. <laughs> um, but also I think there's a lot yeah. of ways that we can, there's a lot of places we can get on our own as yeah. well. And not, not in isolation, you know, we still want to do that in community and, you know, inviting other people in, but there's a lot of places that we can go when we actually just figure out where we want to go. Yes. And, and what I, I love about mm-hmm. that is now is the time even more to have human connection and to plug into community And there's many, many ways to do that right now. Um, And so look for those opportunities. And for you, you might not be that person that um, is like, okay, I'm I'm down in the dumps. I, I, you know, I'm fine. Like we're going to get through this. I have, you know, I I have peace about this and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, but also, you know, I have, I'm realistic about, you know, the current situation, but it, it might not be for you. It might be that someone else needs community and, for you, it's, it's, you know, you're here to reach mm-hmm. out to them and to be that lifeline for them and to speak some positivity into their life. So yeah. I think if we look at it from that end as well, like um, we can seek that, but we can also give that to other people. And so I encourage young adults who are in that boat to do that this week um, and to kind of wrap it all up. I would love for you guys to leave young adults with one thing that they can do one next step on just how to uh, have more helpful thoughts and how to uh, play offense like John was talking about with our uh, current situation. I, I really like this question. I'm going to, I'm going to share something that has been 
something so helpful for me for me. It's called the mindfulness minute. <laughs> Some of you may laugh, but so it's you just sit in silence and you say, okay, what's something I hear that I didn't hear before? Feel that I didn't feel before? See, touch, taste, smell that I didn't before. And I think it just helps us gain a grasp, gain a grounding and kind of reset. And so whenever your mind's just totally kaput, I challenge you to try this mindfulness minute and let your, oh my gosh, it's great. It's seriously so great. So I challenge you guys to try that. Dang. Counselor Emma. Wow. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. And it, it just, yeah, just for me, I, I'm like, seriously, what we kind of just talked about, you know, assessing where you're at is so crucial. Yeah. Um, just even having, like, we all have mm-hmm. been around somebody who has zero self-awareness and we don't want to be around them anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, we don't right. want to be quarantined with them. That's true. So have some yeah. self-awareness, <laughs> um, assess where you're at. Like, seriously, take some time tonight. Take some time, like, whenever you're listening to this podcast and actually assess where you're at. Uh, assess where you're at physically, spiritually, socially, emotionally, intellectually, you know, and and really, I mean, that's going to give you a lot of perspective. Even for me, another helpful hint is just like, what do I do first? Like I said, if I wake up and I turn on the TV, okay, let's do something to change that. If I, you know, what do I do first when, you know, I get um, a tough email? Okay, where did my thoughts go right away? So it's, it is, it's retraining your brain, but I think first we need to know where we're at. Yeah, Yeah. that's great, guys. I I love how practical this was this week. And um, for those listening, yeah, just be self-aware, make a plan, watch your inputs. um, And hopefully even the tool that Emma mentioned could be helpful, something that you could do small this week to make a big difference. So we just want to thank everyone for uh, taking the time to uh, listen in. And and we just hope that this is helpful. And and we'd love for uh, you guys to share this to anyone that you know that uh, could grow and learn from this. But we just want to thank I just want to thank uh, Dirty J, John Martin, Emma for coming on today. And thank you. Love it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys and we'll be back next week uh, again here in self-quarantine with what is the point. <laughs> and so until then, be safe, everyone, and we'll see you next week.